It is Tuesday and um, we're back to Mindful Living Tuesdays with Isela Hoffman, who's on a Zoom with me. Um, I have three jerseys on. Isela, how are you this freezing cold Tuesday? <laughs> Good morning, Danny Dearest. How are you doing? Well, I, I think we choose to record today, seeing last week we recorded on a Wednesday. But uh, you're, it, is, it is slightly on the chilly side this morning. I must be honest with you. Uh, I'm dressed slightly like SpongeBob SquarePants because the amount of clothing I'm wearing on top, you know, it's not really matching my my skinny little legs, my boots at the bottom. So slightly out of balance, but this morning I actually don't care. I'll just make sure everyone sees me from the head up shoulder wise and, and, and not uh, the, whole, the, the whole look, you know? <laughs> that, is, that is exactly me because I have my oldest Uggs on with my most thickest leggings and three jerseys. But the, the last jersey that I have on is the prettiest one. So I look meeting ready with the face done. But if you look down, no, I'm not ready. I'm not ready for winter. <laughs> you know, I just always say to people, it's days like these that make you appreciate the ability, you know, of working from home. If, if that is you today, because I'm sure you're all snuggled up in a blanket with your cup of favorite coffee or tea, uh, while you're busy getting your work done, which is not the same situation if you are unfortunately at the office today. No, I would not like to be at the office. But I think, you know, moving back to level two is a lot of people are definitely taking it more seriously um, about social distancing, working from home um, and just looking after themselves. And I think, I think that's what I want to talk about with you today, because you're really good at listening to your body because you've been doing it since you were very little, but the rest of us, not so good, you know, and there are always these things that when you're working from home or even at the office, but when you get home and it's cold and there's load shedding and we're in this COVID fatigue part of the global pandemic you want something nice and warming and I think we often reach for the things we think are good but they're not necessarily good so I I think I want to I want to ask you like how do you listen to your body but still honor being mindful to it at the same time Ah, Danny, to be very honest with you, on days where it is cold like today, because, I mean, there's like that extra, like a bite in the air, right? Um, You know, those are the days I take extra precaution focusing on specific anti-inflammatory ingredients because uh, things like your garlic, uh, your onion, your ginger, your turmeric, your cayenne pepper, um, all your warm hearty herbs and spices and things like that. That's the ingredients my body craves when it's cold and chilly like this because I'm sitting with aching joints. Now I'm forever striving to um, avoid taking any form of medication for it because I believe when your body is sore, it's talking to you. Uh, when it's communicating with you, it's telling you, I'm not okay. This is a nut. Uh, the temperature is not to, you know, um, what, what I would, it, you know, would like to be ideally. So for that reason, I always dress extra warmly. And that's why I say that's when the whole fashion scene sort of goes out the door because I dress specifically to try and keep my hips warm during cold, chilly days like these. And you also get these warm little, um, warm, mini little water bottles and these warm 
packets nowadays that I always put in my, my coat's pockets. So people think I'm, you know, walking around with my hands in my pockets. Meantime, I'm just keeping the heat on the joints <laughs> to try and avoid, you know, the unnecessary, like the discomfort that comes, unfortunately, with that. So I think over the years, I've conditioned myself very well to really listen to my body because if you start doing that, you you stop making mistakes and going for all the wrong things that's only going to have a ripple effect and side effects later. I mean, instead of just going for your first painkiller to try and take the pain away around my hips and discomfort, you know, I opt to just increase certain ingredients that I cook with more. And um, things like ginger, for instance, I can drink liters of ginger tea uh, during days like this because it is also like a, it takes pain away, it's anti-inflammatory, but also because it's so nice and beautiful and warm, it gives you that fuzzy warm feeling on the tummy as well. And, and yeah. I find things like that so comforting. Also things like, for instance, soup, um, you know, butternut soup, a tomato soup, a farm style vegetable soup, and also the creamy garlic soups and all these recipes that's actually, you know, available in mindful eating. I mean, those are the things I crave. Now you do get people that, you know, when they want comfort food, they opt to go for sweet, but yeah. for some reason, you know, when I crave comfort food, I opt to go for, for savory, for salty stuff. And then uh, it's almost as if I want to add that extra little bit of salt um, to my plate before I actually consume it as well because I literally crave salt when I'm cold. It's, it's the weirdest thing. No, I'm, I'm exactly the same, but I think we all do because we're all reaching for the curries or like you say, the soups or the, you know, the, the savories that, that are warming and filling, but is that okay? So you, you struggle with, with pain in the cold. And I know that you're not alone. I know that there are so many people that as soon as it gets cold, uh, one of, one of our very good friends has a, a back problem after a car accident. And as soon as it gets cold, he is almost immobile and also trying not to reach for the painkillers, but at some point, you know, it's, it's so bad. So you've eaten yourself out, out of reaching for painkillers, but other than like ginger and, and looking for anti-inflammatory foods, you often talk about moving your body, even when it doesn't feel like it wants to, that's when it's most important, right? Yes, most certainly. I mean, I've, I've already been to gym this morning and uh, trust me, because it was raining last night. At some stage I woke up last night, I was like, is it really raining? I mean, we live in Gauteng, people, not Cape Town, and it is winter. But uh, yes, um, mornings like this morning, getting out of bed is a bit of a struggle, but it I, I always tell myself that's when it makes the biggest difference. Because as soon as... Uh, you know, I'm I'm uncomfortable and, and I'm sore like that. Going to the gym or just moving around makes a whole world of a difference. Um, it actually relieves a lot of tension. And at the end of the day, that's what you need to do. You need to listen to your body. Even though you don't often feel like doing something, you're going to thank yourself um, afterwards for doing that. For sure. I haven't been to gym yet, but I am definitely going this afternoon purely from a mental health perspective. I don't have pain, but I know that if I don't go to gym much like yourself, you have pain in your body, I am not going to be mentally okay for the day. So I do, I also agree with you, Zell, and I, I think that this is something everyone needs to hear. Even if you just get a skipping rope and skip in, in your garden or in your lounge or in your passage, just move your body 10, 20, 30 minutes 
minutes a day, every day, it gets the endorphins pumping and it will help. It, it will 100% help with so many things. Okay. So it's cold. Um, we were talking about soup. Now I kind of want soup. Um, what, soup what soup do you have, Zell Hoffman, from your mindful eating, mindful cooking, mindful living lifestyle cookbook of magic? You know what, Danny? I think we're going to have to do the rosa tomato and basil soup today because it's always such a crowd pleaser. And uh, yeah, it's in the I love me chapter. And I love this recipe so much that it's literally the first recipe in this chapter. And, um, you know, the main ingredient there is, of course, rosa tomatoes. And uh, let's talk about just tomatoes for a second. But, you know, tomatoes help, with, you know, to reduce your inflammation. So if there we're already ticking a box. It does improve bone health as well, but it boosts the immune system. So for someone like me now, you can understand, you know, with the joint pain and all that kind of stuff, why I love reaching for, you know, this kind of soup recipe. And uh, I love rosa tomatoes specifically and not your normal ones. Now, if you don't have rosa tomatoes at home or you can't get hold of it um, at your late you, you know your closest shop or wherever you buy your groceries from I just need to maybe explain why I love rosa tomatoes so much so if you take exactly this recipe and you make it with cherry tomatoes for instance you're going to find that the soup is slightly sour because rosa tomatoes is quite a bit sweeter than cherry tomatoes now when uh, when you are using or making use of cherry tomatoes just maybe adjust the, uh, the raw honey Honey amount that you're going to be adding slightly because you might find that you need a little bit more just to neutralize that little bit of sourness that comes with, uh, mm. you know, the cherry tomatoes. And when you make use of the, you know, I mean, we're looking roughly at about 1.5 kgs of tomatoes. So if you were going for your normal uh, big tomato in this in this regard, you're going to find that, first of all, the, the soup color would be quite a bit more pale uh, or yeah. more paler or lighter in color than if you were using rosa tomatoes. But also, you'll find it's not so um, intense tomato. And that's why, you know, I find rosa tomatoes, is it really gives you the best of both worlds because it gives you the sweetness, uh, the intense color, but also enough uh, liquid because uh, – yeah, you're going to see we're adding a little bit of liquid, but not too much. But you can always add more water or almond milk to the mix if you really find that's what you are looking for. But just bear in mind, like I said, if you're making use of the big tomatoes, uh, the color would slightly be off. It won't be intense red. But people, we can fix that by adding a little bit more of paprika to the mix because paprika is a beautiful anti-inflammatory red herb, of course. And it's also one of the ingredients we are adding to this recipe. So if you're making use of normal tomatoes, you might want to adjust that slightly. If you're making use of cherry tomatoes, you might want to adjust the, the raw honey amount slightly just to neutralize that little bit of sourness that you might find. I want this soup right, right now. Obviously, it's going to be on jackarandafm.com, on the Facebook page and everywhere. But I was also looking at, so whenever winter starts to creep in, um, I start looking in the cupboard for all of the good things that I can eat and, and, and do for my body. Right. And saffron and paprika and tomatoes and all of these red things are so good for you. I mean, I was looking at tomatoes the other day cause I love tomatoes, but I, I was hope I was wondering like if I'm eating too much of them. Cause you know, you hear things, people are like acid gout, what, 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 not, not true, but also vitamin C, potassium, folate, vitamin K, um, 
lycopene, which is so good for your heart, so good for your heart. And Izal and I were talking a little bit earlier about, you know, sometimes you get home and you want some soup and then you reach for that packet. And there's so much wrong with that packet, the chemicals and the the extra little nasties, right, Izal? Well, yeah, Danny, I, I think that's why we also decided to talk about specifically tomato soup today because let's be honest, it's, it's quite a favorite. It's it's one you get everywhere. It's always in a ready-to-go packet yeah. that you just, you know, heat up at home. Uh, it's even in the, the soup powder packets that you can literally just DIY at home as well by adding the necessary liquids and things like that. But when last did you turn those packets around? When last did you read all the ingredients and things that's in there? Now, again, let's talk about acidity quickly. Um, you know, acidity is one of the things I avoid at all costs. And yes, tomato can be quite acidic, but that is the reason why I'm adding unsweetened almond milk as my creamy base. Because remember, almonds is an alkalizer. If you are going to make my exact recipe and you're going to make use of normal milk, and a lot of people love adding butter and cream and things like that to soups as well, yeah. you're not really helping the acidity and inflammation level. So it's very quick and easy to take a recipe, even my healthy recipes, and make them unhealthy and sort of you know, eliminate all the goodness and the benefits to it by making use of the wrong ingredients. And uh, if you are at home and you are struggling with joint pain and things like that, people start focusing on things that's alkalizing instead of things that is acidic. And uh, yes, tomatoes is acidic, but because we are pairing it with the beautiful garlic, the anti-inflammatory herbs, the olive oil, the onion, as well as the paprika and the almond milk, this recipe is actually, in fact, not acidic. It doesn't even affect my joints. And I always say to people, um, I'm the best uh, guinea pig when it comes to my, you know, my own recipes because I really cook with love and intent for myself. So if a recipe affects me in a negative way, it's not even something that I would put out um, to public on any social platform because if it's not good for me why why would I not want the best for anyone else yeah. so then I always keep tweaking it and perfecting it till it's actually a good neutralizing alkaline anti-inflammatory recipe before I actually publish it I am here. I'm actually going to leave this conversation with you and go and start making the soup like now. I'm not joking. I am ready for the soup. <laughs> okay. So other than making soup and um, helping us listen to our bodies today, uh, you're so busy. You're, you're doing so many things at the moment. What's happening on Izzel Hoffman's um, social media channels and in Izzel Hoffman's life? Well, Danny, seeing we're talking about listening to your body and moving and self-care and self-love, literally last week with Spa, we launched the virtual Ladies Challenge. Now, this event is happening only on the 4th of September, uh, but you can make a difference by entering because there is also a charity angle linked to it. And you would know me by now. I'm always all for charity and help making a difference because every little bit helps people. So, yes, if uh, if you don't have enough motivation to get off from the couch and start moving, maybe enter for this race because there's different distances that you can choose as well. And uh, maybe that's the motivation you need. You know, a lot of people say, you know, they don't have the self-control just to exercise every day. So then put means to that or put a goal to that. And uh, yeah, come and help make a difference with me on the 4th of September. 
I am, I saw all of you, Ilana, you, Felicity, everyone looks so beautiful in the pictures and I'm so excited. It's my favorite race. And this year it's definitely the charity that they're, you guys are supporting um, with, with giving girls sanitary um, products is definitely something that I've, I've been involved in for a very long time. And the fact that Spa and you guys are partnering with people to, to, to make it bigger and more, it just warms my heart and I will be walking virtually with you on the 4th of September. I'm excited. I'm excited. <laughs> and, and Flea, your dog is also invited, of course, right? Obviously. I don't go anywhere without Flea. <laughs> She's sitting right here in her jersey <laughs> under a blankie. Um, she can't have tomato soup, but we'll make her something nice for, for, for dinner. Oh, yes, please, mom. Come, <laughs> we need some cuddles and, you know, or everything else that goes with that little jerseys. I find this time of the year is always, I, I know it's completely off topic, but just address your dog all fuzzy and cute. <laughs> I, I think it's, it, it's, it's so adorable during winter when all these little pups are running around with their little hoodies and their turtleneck little jerseys. I just remember they also cold and, um, you know, maybe just add an extra little warm blankie to their little doggy houses if they are sleeping outside. But if they are sleeping indoors, um, remember, a dog is a man's best friend. And, and I do believe all dogs do go to heaven, um, mm. people. So that that needs to be a sign. Um, yeah. We're not guaranteed to go to heaven, but all dogs definitely go there. So start being kinder to them and start reaching out and just love them a little bit more because let's be honest doesn't matter what how bad your day was your dog still loves you when you come home and uh you know they're always going to keep loving you and i think there's so much we can learn from dogs actually from that from that from that approach or that angle you know just always it's nice to be nice and it's nice to be kind and i think that's sort of the words i'm going to leave you with today and uh, go make this soup be kind to yourself i love yourself a little bit more uh you know just be patient if you're uncomfortable and sore start moving yeah. uh if you start feeling ill boost the immune system put yourself first and your loved ones first and people will get through this winter and this covid third wave together I love you. Have the most beautiful day, beautiful week. And I'm definitely going to remember that. It's nice to be nice and it's nice to be kind. 100%. Lots of love, Danny. Uh, go cook your soup and let us know what it tastes like.